0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is for IFL TV. I'm going to call you a little bit of a blast from the past on IFL because there are some early, early videos, kind of pre-UFC and whatever else of you as a a young boy back then, I suppose. Very early, mate. And I remember that day pretty well, you know. Um,
1: I'm pretty sure at the time, that was one of the first interviews I'd ever done was uh, I remember me and Tommy Fury (laughs) interviewed with you because I think that basically no one cared enough about either of us to, to have us on, like, alone. So, like, combined put us together. And, yeah, I remember, like, the big camera there, you were there, and, oh, man, that was a long time ago. That must have been, I don't even
0: know. It must have been, like, 10 years ago or so. Well, yeah, I think, I mean, how old are you now, Tom? 30. I'm nearly 31. Okay, so I reckon it was about, yeah, 9, 10 years ago. We started in 2010, which is 14 years ago. So it's definitely a minimum of 10 years ago, because Tommy Fury at that time, I remember doing a video, and Tommy Fury was 15 at the time. He looked like a a man-child at 15. Uh, I'm sure you remember, but, yeah, I reckon it was about 10 years ago, to be fair. Yeah, I remember the first time I met Tommy,
1: Tommy was... I believe he was, like, 13 or 14. And he told me his age. And he had these massive arms. I remember being like, fucking hell. This, I mean, him. I'm, I'm a him. fair bit older than Tommy. I think I'm probably, like, at least five years older than him or whatever. I must have been, like, 20-ish at the time. I was like, fucking hell, this guy, his arms
0: are massive for a 15-year-old, 14-year-old, whatever he was at the time. It's wild. Crazy. Yeah, long time. We're all getting older. Well, kind of, anyway. Um, well... Things have gone, shall we say, uh, quite well for you um, over recent times. You've become uh, a prominent star now in the in the UFC. How is life?
1: Yeah, life life's amazing. Life's really good, thank you. Yeah, really good. I can't complain, mate. Honestly, I'm absolutely living my dream. Um, and yeah, here we are, number one in the world right now. Everything's good training's good family's good healthy i mean, i have literally nothing to complain about mate everything's really really good
0: might sound of a silly question did you miss the boxing
1: nah no nah, i don't miss the box. i mean mate i'm a massive boxing fan i love boxing um but i i'm an mma fighter man i'm not i'm not closing the door on boxing i know like it's a hot topic now right at, at the minute like Boxers switching to MMA and – sorry, MMA fighters switching to boxers and stuff like that. And uh, maybe before my career is over, I I maybe will make a return to boxing. But for right now, I have uh, a lot of work to do in the UFC. So, I'll I'll continue to do that for right now.
0: But, I mean, in terms of kind of, you know, you you had your go. We didn't – I can't really say you had your go because we didn't really kind of see what you were capable of uh, in boxing to a full degree. But you kind of made your decision – And then with the MMA, it's kind of paid off for you where you could have spent half your time trying boxing. It may have not worked out. And the opportunities in in MMA and UFC may have not come. So you've done it the right way and it's worked out for you in that way.
1: Yeah, thanks, mate. I mean, I started off as an MMA fighter. Um, The the way that boxing kind of worked out for me was my dad is a long-term friend of Peter Fury's. Um, And... You know, he was always speaking to my dad, him and Peter were speaking back and forward. And at the time, I had, like, no one to train with, no one to spar with. So, Peter invited me down for some sparring. As this was going on, like, I kept having fights cancelled on me, an opponent would pull out, someone would get injured, and it just kept on going like that. And then Peter just said one day, why, why don't you just box? Why don't you just try boxing and see how that goes for you? So, I thought, you know what? I might as well. I'll give boxing a whirl, like, see how that goes. So, I boxed for a little bit, it took me forever to get a licence. Because they don't, the the British boxing border control don't like it when you've got no amateur experience. So it took me like best part of a year to get a license. Then it took me ages to get a fight. And then, mate, I'll be honest. When I when I started boxing, I didn't realise what the boxing model was like. I thought it was just similar to MMA. I didn't realise that if you're fighting on like small hall shows, that you've got to like pay your opponent and stuff. And once once I realised, mate, that your opponent's getting paid more than you when he's not even trying to win. I was like, nah, I'm going back to a hey, man, this is not for me.
0: We're, we've seen probably more recently, obviously, it all started off a few years ago with the whole Mayweather-McGregor thing. And, and now, obviously, since then, we've seen this kind of... I'd say this slight transition because there's not been loads of high-profile fighters that have done kind of that Mayweather-McGregor thing. And it, it's being done again this year with... Um, and uh, from Tyson Fury fight last last year to Anthony and Joshua. But it, it's a weird one. I've always said that you're either hardcore boxing. This may be wrong. And I'm probably going to get slaughtered for saying it. But I've always thought you're either hardcore boxing or you're hardcore MMA. I, I feel like if you're a fan of the both, I feel like equally somewhere your loyalties are kind of split somewhere between them. I don't know what you think about that. Because I've always thought that the hardcore boxing fans kind of stick to hardcore. That's why when there's a situation like AJ Garnu or Mayweather McGregor, you will always pick a kind of the UFC over the over boxing. For example, does that make sense? Yeah, uh, yeah, and I, I would I would tend to agree with that. To be
1: honest with you, um, you you are mm-hmm. speaking to a hardcore MMA fan here. So <laughs> uh, I would obviously choose my sport over boxing. I just mm-hmm. think it's more exciting. Do you know what I mean? I just think. I love the even matches from day one. For like, for a fan, for someone who enjoys the sport to watch, I like watching when it's even. Um, don't get me wrong though, the high that especially last year, 2023, like at that, that the top level, the the good ones are fighting more of the guys on the same level, which is great to see. Like for quite a few years there, we went through a point where like. Loads of the high-level guys were just fighting guys that they guaranteed win every time, or at least that's what it looked like kind of as a casual fan. And now it seems that, you know, more exciting fights are coming around, more even fights are coming around. And for me, for me as a sports fan, I like to watch and not really know what's going to happen in the fight or, not, or in the sport. Do you know what I mean? I like to watch and be like, oh, anything could happen here. And that's, uh, that's what happened. I, I get that more out of MMA than I do boxing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know that in MMA you can watch and there's so many ways to win, so many ways to finish a fight that for me personally, that's just more exciting as a consumer.
0: Let, let me go back to last um, November, was it October? Back end of October. Uh, when, when this fight with um, Tyson Fury and um, Francis Ngannou took place, let, let me ask you about your thoughts about it prior to... The- prior to the fight, and then your thoughts about it after the fight, after we see the performance that Francis put in.
1: Right, so before the fight, I was
0: just like, there is
1: absolutely no way this guy, Francis Ngannou, has any chance against Tyson Fury. As someone who knows Tyson, as someone who sparred with Tyson, and, and watched him spar a lot of times, I just didn't think he had anywhere near a chance of him. I thought it was just going to be just a I thought it was basically going to be just like a one-sided beating, really. I thought it was going to be like, good fun. Everyone's going to enjoy it. It's going to be like a bit of a spectacle and then we just crack on and, and it's fun for everybody. But, mate, I couldn't have been more wrong. Like, in my opinion, Francis Ngannou has like genuine boxing ability and he's also an absolute specimen of a man. Like, he is made out of something that not a lot of people are made out of. The guy is incredible and what he did against Tyson Fury was unbelievable and if you would have asked me mate like two years ago for example how would how would uh, sorry how would Francis Ngannou get on against Anthony Joshua I would have thought like that is the shittest question that anyone has ever asked me like that is a terrible question but now I'm like oh my god like Ngannou could actually potentially win this that being said I'm obviously an English guy who's a, who's a combat sports fan. I'm a big fan of uh, AJ. And he looked great in his last fight against Otto Wallen. Like, he looked great. I know he's working with uh, Ben Davison. I don't know Ben personally. Like, I, I've never met the guy, but he looked great. And, like, and fair play to Ben, fair play to AJ and the team. They're obviously doing great work over there.
0: Here's a question. Did Tyson Fury have to underperform? to allow Francis and Garner to have that kind of um, performance? Or is that unfair on Francis?
1: I think only Tyson can answer that question. I don't know. I don't know. Like, uh, every time somebody doesn't perform well in a fight, there's always, like, reasons. There's always excuses. There's always, like, borderline conspiracies about why they didn't. But only, really, Tyson and his team will know. So, I I don't really know, to be honest.
0: Okay. Here's another... (laughs) difficult question but obviously the plan has been obviously put back a little bit with the delay to uh, to Fury and Usyk but theoretically not even theoretically but if Francis Ngannou was to beat Anthony Joshua Francis Ngannou would get a shot whether that be against Fury or Usyk um, for the undisputed heavyweight world championship right for somebody who's crossed over from MMA right, within two fights, be Fury and Joshua, does that warrant, in your opinion, a shot at undisputed of of heavyweight boxing? I can see both sides, to be honest. Yeah. And I think,
1: mate, you you have to respect Francis Ngannou. Absolutely. You, you have to. Like, if he wins this fight against Joshua, which is debatable, do you know what I mean? It could go either way. But if he does... He'll be one on one in boxing, one win and one loss, and he'll as you say he'll potentially be fighting for the undisputed title, which is it's nothing short of incredible. Like you, you have to respect him. You have to respect what he's done in his life, and yeah, it's just maximum respect to Francis Ngannou, man. That's so impressive.
0: From what you've seen of Francis Ngannou in that Tyson Fury fight. How does he beat Anthony Joshua? If he's going to beat him, how does he beat him?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he's got to put. He's, he's got to land a, a couple of big shots. Obviously, um, they're both massive guys, aren't they? They're both big, strong guys. A different
0: fight to the Fury fight. This, obviously.
1: I think it's stylistically. I think that Engano's got a better chance in this fight. But that being said you can watch his fight against Fury now, whereas when Fury was fighting in Ghanou, it was like, there, there was no footage on of, of him, of boxing, he was just coming from MMA, which is a different sport,
0: so But the pad work, so, him. in the workout and things like that,
1: yeah.
0: Well, he fucking,
1: he proper, uh, proper had everyone over on that one, didn't he, including me, like, I was watching his pads and being like, fucking hell, this guy's going to get absolutely matched up, and, uh, mate, I, was, I couldn't have been more wrong, it was incredible.
0: Are you seeing an upset or potentially an upset, could there be, or not? What would be an upset for Francis Ngannou to win? If he knocks Anthony Joshua out, I suppose, within boxing, that would be oh. deemed as an upset. It would be deemed. Whether it is or not is debatable. I'm saying it would be deemed in boxing. If he Was to knock out Anthony Joshua, which, with his punching power, regardless of his experience in boxing... Uh, we saw what he kind of he floored fury i mean it would still be deemed as an upset i'm i'm assuming um
1: i think it's possible i definitely think it's possible i think um francis is like a massive hitter isn't he so i think if you like if you put him in a ring with anybody and he's allowed to punch him i think he's got a chance of winning simple as simple as that like if you put in Garner, who's one of the biggest punches in combat sports if not the biggest puncher in combat sports right now in a ring with someone and go, right, you've got, what is it, 36 minutes in boxing. You've got 36 minutes to punch him. Go for it. (laughs) I think he's definitely got a chance.
0: I must have interviewed about 30 people that week during Fury and Ngannou. And there was only one person that said that uh, Ngannou was going to win. Obviously, he didn't win. It was, like, in people's eyes, a close or debatable fight. But there was one person who said that Francis Ngarnu was going to win. And that was uh, Rampage Jackson. Now, biasly, obviously, because of coming from the whole UFC uh, background, he was backing his fellow MMA guy, whatever you want to say. But um, he wasn't given a chance. But going into this fight with Joshua, there are a lot more people that are kind of curious and very kind of... They're sitting on the fence a little bit because... They're not sure, actually, what's going to happen in this fight, which makes it very intriguing.
1: I'm definitely intrigued by it. But, see, uh, in my opinion, Joshua's had a really rough time with, like, the press and stuff over the last few years. Like, um, and you can't, I mean, you can't count out, out Anthony Joshua. Like, he's a
0: former world champion. I don't even know. Is he still a world champion? I don't even know how the belts work in boxing. No, like so, that. no, so, so Tyson Fury has one belt. Of the recognised belts, and Alexander Usyk has three. So Anthony Joshua hasn't been a champion since he lost to um Alexander Usyk the first time. Right. So he's a former champion. So why is there all so many fucking belts? Well, there's four recognised belts. Um, this is a different. <laughs> this is a different conversation altogether. But yeah, Usyk has three, which were Anthony Joshua's belts. Yeah, and uh, Tyson Fury has one. Tyson Fury has the WBC title, which previously belonged to Deontay Wilder.
1: Right. Okay. So he's a former champion. <laughs> yeah, basically, but he's yeah. former champion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think you can count him out at any time. Like the guy seems to be improving as well. Like Anthony Joshua looked, for me, who's essentially the untrained eye when it comes to boxing. You know, I know, I know the, the, the amount that I know about boxing is quite limited in, in comparison to some people, but he looked improved massively in his last fight. Whether that's a mental thing, a physical thing, who knows? All, only them guys bit know. Yeah, both, both. probably. Bit he of looked both. great. He looked great, in my opinion. I watched the fight. I stayed up, watched it. I thought he looked great. So, um, if he puts on a performance like that, I wouldn't be surprised if Anthony Joshua won as well.
0: Yeah. Um, coming back to Tyson Fury, obviously, that fight was meant to take place this week. Obviously, Tyson Fury suffering a cut in sparring. That threw the whole heavyweight division into turmoil. Tyson Fury being accused at that point of um, uh, cutting himself and getting one of his sparring partners to do it, which is absolutely ridiculous. But I think people are now, the Sim Tyson Fury have kind of put that to bed a little bit, but yeah, it's unfortunate. These things do happen in combat sport, full stop, not just boxing, obviously. Well, that's what people said that he cut himself. There were suggestions on the Friday, not last Friday, Friday before, um, and it's been addressed a few times. It wasn't just like one or two people saying it. Basically, yeah, that he'd cut himself or got someone inspiring to cut him and these ridiculous suggestions. I mean, it was, it's ludicrous. But, yeah, this is what a few people um, online or wherever were, were, were saying. But there probably still wow. are a few people saying that. Why, uh,
1: why would he do that? He's got to get millions of pounds ready for it and and, and a cha- uh, chance at fighting for all the belts. Why on earth would he do that? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I, I'm, I'm looking... The, the fight that I'm looking forward to the most, mate, is uh the pe- the people's title, which is John Fury against Cal Froch. Everyone wants to see that, mate. That'll be fucking hell. I, when I seen that video, mate, that was amazing. Oh, my God.
0: I mean, yeah, look, this is a, a kind of a side <laughs> play to all this heavyweight stuff at the minute. But, yeah, I mean, I shouldn't even say if people don't know. They know where, obviously... John Fury wasn't happy with some of the comments that Carl Frotch had made about Tyson and Tyson's resume, and then John Fury's called out <laughs> Carl Frotch to fight in front of 93,000, whether it hit 93,000, who knows, but that's been a, an interesting little back and forth um, with Fr- with Frotch and um, big John Fury, yeah.
1: Well, if there's 93,000 people going, I would definitely be one of them. I'd be front-row mate if that happened. Absolutely. I'm well interested in watching that. <laughs> um,
0: Tom, let's talk about you. Obviously, I am a very casual UFC fan. I only literally watch the Brits um, and the Irish and you know, people that are kind of close to home. Uh, but, yeah, I do want to ask you about what you thought of... Um... John Jones uh and the and that rugby team the other day. I saw them videos going viral of him uh tackling whatever you want to call it or uh in those kind of media provoked clips that were put out. What I mean, there was people suggesting that if he is really injured, if he's injured, why was he kind of engaging in that kind of activity? What did you think of it?
1: I mean, it was a lovely tackle. It was a great tackle. Um <laughs> Doing it like two months after serious surgery is questionable. Um, I mean, I think the video speaks for itself as far as where his injuries are. I don't know. It looked... Mate, it was a tackle. Like, it was a full-on... He speared him. It was a full-on tackle. Um, whether he's injured uh, whatever, he, he's reattached pec or shoulder or whatever he's done. Um, yeah, I, it looked, it looked a bit suspect to me, mate. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's. I think it's a fair question to ask um, with someone currently kind of out injured and months away from a return. Then, do you put yourself in that position where it looked quite physical? Uh, it wasn't like a. Do you know what I mean? Like a light-hearted attempt to at doing that. Well, the guy, the guy had pads on,
1: and that—that's the only. Defense I've got. <laughs> he had pads on, so maybe it was safer. Who knows, man? John Jones is doing his thing. He got nothing to do with me. When will he have something to do with you? I don't know. I don't know. To be honest, um, I've done a lot of online crying about John Jones about why the fight's not happening, and I want it to happen, obviously. Um, in like on the contrary to boxing, in the UFC we have one champion, one. And right now at heavyweight we have two champions, me and John Jones. And I don't really like that. I don't think there should be two. I think there should be one. And I was ju- I-, I just stated my opinion that I think there should be one and let's fight for it. But John Jones uh doesn't want to. Cutting a long story short, he doesn't want to. And uh maybe it'll happen one day, maybe it won't, but I'm obviously hoping it does.
0: Will you feature on UFC 300?
1: I don't know. As of right now, I don't know. And the, the the event is pretty close now. It's like eight weeks away or something like that. Seven weeks away, maybe. Um, I would like to. But so far, I've not had any news about that. So, mm. I don't know.
0: Okay. So, basically, just, yeah, watch this space and it'll happen when it happens, if it happens.
1: That's the one, mate. I will... You know, I won a world title on two weeks' notice. So, I'm ready to go anytime. There's no... I'm in the gym. Like, I'm sat right outside the gym now as we speak. I've been, I've trained this morning. I'm about to train again soon. And, yeah, I, I'll, I just stay ready, mate. And as soon as they need me to jump in, I'm the guy. Like, I, I'll jump in and fight anybody, mate. And I've been that way my whole career. I'm not the kind of guy who nitpicks and and dodges and ducks and dives at like, hey, tell me when I'm fighting, I'll jump in there and have a go and try my best. And and, uh, that's just the way I am.
0: Now, I don't want to get cancelled, I really don't, but I do want to ask you about your viral interview that went out. Any (laughs) regrets over it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean... Tom, I did watch it. I genuinely watched it, and I was like, "What the fuck?" You, you I didn't the fact, but I don't know. I just, yeah, I wonder what your after. My thoughts about it were
1: like, "Yeah, I mean, sometimes you say stuff that you shouldn't have said." Do you know what I mean? Uh, the, the stuff that's taken out of context, like when you just see the the clip, it's fucking, it's not good. It's definitely not good, and I shouldn't have put myself in the situation to make clips like that. Do you know what I mean? But On the flip side of it, we were talking about it off camera that she gets some really weird questions, like that question. Right. And then she asked me a load of really weird questions because that's her thing. So I threw one back at her and asked her a weird question, but it doesn't look good, mate, and it shouldn't have been said, and uh, it won't be happening again, anything like that.
0: Yeah, I think we know in these situations, a lot of that stuff you just said, there. I didn't know that you'd kind of been even talking about stuff like that off camera. So the context of something being clipped out and put out is sometimes what it's judged on, and yeah, without the, the whole context of stuff, it's like, yeah, it could that could just be oh, why was he saying that to her? But without the whole kind of picture, then obviously you're going to get judged on that, that small clip,
1: yeah, mate. And I think when you see like a 10 second video of it, it's so bad, mate. It's so so bad. Um, but if you know the girl's called Nina, like if you know Nina and her channel and what her kind of thing is all about, it's basically. Let's ask people a lot of weird questions and make them feel really awkward. And what a lot of people don't talk about is literally for twenty minutes before, she asked me twenty minutes of awkward questions, and then when I ask her one back, it you know. But at, at the same time, I should have been way more professional about it, mate. And um, you know, you live and learn, don't you?
0: Live and Absolutely. learn. Absolutely. Listen, it's done and dusted now, anyway. So it's it's in the past. But I did want to ask you about it because I'm just curious to know what what you thought of it now. Whether it was kind of a regret, and you said it is. So yeah. Um, right, Tom, last one. In five words, if you were to sum up why MMA is better than boxing, just in five words, no more. What do you say?
1: I can do it in three words.
0: Go on in. It's
1: more exciting.
0: Okay. In my opinion. In, my in opinion, your opinion.
1: I just think it's more exciting. Yeah.
0: I'm not going to debate this with you. I don't agree with that. But listen, um, and like I said, I'm a, a casual UFC fan. If I wasn't, and more so into it, then maybe maybe not. But um, love what you're doing, Tom. Absolutely. I think you're uh, to kind of, yeah, from the even, not even from 10 years ago, but to get to where you've got now, and you're kind of one of the most prominent figures in UFC now. Whether I'm a big fan of it or not, I can see that day-to-day just by being involved in combat sports So. Honestly, absolute, uh, well done to you, mate. Oh, thank you, mate. And let
1: me just say, I know, I know this interview and, and a lot of interviews that I do with like boxing channels and whatever. Not that I've done too many, but it's always like this MMA versus boxing thing going on. And to be honest with you, I don't really like that. Like, I I think there's a place for both of us. I, I definitely think there is. Like, it's always like, oh, which one's better, MMA or boxing? And there's enough fans out there, mate, for, for, for everyone. Like, whatever you like, go and watch that. It doesn't always have to de- be a debate which one's the best. Like, some people like MMA, some people like boxing, some people like rugby, some people like football, some people like tennis, some people like cricket. It doesn't matter. Like, there's enough fans of sports and enough athletes enjoy everything. So, I'm a fan of boxing. I'm also a fan of MMA. I also like watching rugby sometimes. I watch a bit of football here and there. Like, what does it matter? Let, let's all live in peace and harmony and who enjoy cares, the sport that we're in. Like. Right.
0: Who cares? If you like both, you like both. If you like one, you like one. Who cares? But there is a, a debate. There is, it's a friendly debate. I don't ever see anything getting too irate and heated over it. But you're right. If you like saying, just like it. If not, then don't watch it. No, fine.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Okay. Tom, thank you very much uh, for your time. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully, next time I see you, I'll see you somewhere. I don't know where that'll be, but. Uh what gym are you outside at the moment?
1: Uh I'm just outside my mate's gym fighting for fitness over in uh just outside Warrington. Okay. But mate, uh, if you're I mean what what's the best what's the best event to go to then as a boxing fan?
0: Well, obviously the next couple of events that are happening that are of nature, um nature <laughs> of relevant whatever, uh is Adrian Garner on the 8th, and then the Fury Usyk fight, which is on the 18th. So there's a couple of shows, one in Manchester, uh, Zelfa Barrett from Manchester, and and Jordan Gill, that's in uh, April. Um, There's, yeah, there's a few domestic shows dotted about, kind of up your way, but the two big ones are in Saudi Arabia, so.
1: Right, okay, all right. Well, hopefully I'll see you all, mate, at some point. Definitely, mate. I did see you at one, actually. I seen you at... I was at Parker versus Chisora. That was in Manchester, weren't it? I was at that.
0: Oh, that was still second. That Rainbow.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> okay, it was quite a while ago now. It was a couple of years ago. But I did see you there. All right. Well, listen, I definitely didn't see you. I don't remember seeing you. But then again, I don't know. We didn't talk, did we? I know we didn't... No, 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 no. no. i just seen you, like,
1: by the front. I was, like, a few rolls back, I think. (laughs) Well,
0: listen, next time I see you, you're definitely going to be at the front somewhere. Fucking hell. All
1: right, Um, mate. All right. um, Thank you
0: very much for your time, mate, and uh, appreciate it. We'll catch up soon. All right.
1: See you soon, mate. See you later.